Hi, and welcome to The Palette, the podcast about language learning and teacher training by IH London. My name's Becky, and today I'm talking with Delta trainer Nick Witherick. Today we're going to look at the orientation course. We'll be answering all of your questions and learning more about why the orientation course is so important. So, hi Nick, how are you doing? Hi Becky, I'm fine, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So let's get straight into the questions. This is the fifth episode in our series of podcasts about the Delta. And as I said, today we're going to talk about the orientation courses. So Nick, could you give us a brief overview of what they are? Yeah, so first of all, they relate to the module two component of the Delta. And you'll need to complete one if you want to do distance Delta module two or the integrated program courses, which are nine months in length and start in either September or March. Um, The orientation courses happen in the weeks before the start of these courses. Um, There are two orientation course alternatives, face-to-face and online. Uh, The face-to-face course is two weeks full-time and the online course is four weeks semi-intensive, but we'll look at each of these in more detail later. Um, And as the name suggests, they prepare you for the nine months of module two work ahead, which course participants will be doing at distance. Okay, so what kind of things does it actually involve? Yeah, so there are two parts to it. Um, There are the input sessions, which are largely focused on helping you with the Delta assignments and what you're going to have to write once the course starts in earnest. Um, As I mentioned in the Module 1 podcast, there's a lot of writing in this module, and for many this is challenging. So it helps get you started with both the research and writing with a tutor there to guide you. Um, And there is the teaching practice side of things. Um, With the teaching, you usually teach two purely developmental lessons and get feedback from a tutor. And then you teach a third lesson, which has an accompanying background essay, lesson plan and reflection and evaluation. Uh, This is more or less exactly the same as you would submit for an LSA or for the LSAs that are coming up. Um, It's basically like a practice LSA. However, even though there will be reference to Cambridge assessment criteria, it's important to stress that the focus is not on assessment, it's on development. And it's to give you an idea of what Cambridge are looking for, both in terms of the teaching and the writing and where you are in relation to Delta expectations. Okay, it sounds really, really useful. So is the course mandatory for those wanting to do Module 2 with the Distance Delta? Yes, so it's important to state that the course is necessary in order to meet Cambridge criteria. So the third lesson that you teach on the course, which has the accompanying paperwork, is called Diagnostic Observation. And we touched on this in a previous podcast. It forms the starting point of the reflection and evaluation assignment and is also part of the professional development assignment. Um, So to meet Cambridge criteria, it has to be assessed by uh, Delta Tutor. Um, You will also be observing your peers teach on the course, and that's another Cambridge um, requirement that you need to meet, and that's 10 hours of peer observation. Okay, right. So could you give us a little bit more detail on what's actually covered in the orientation course? Yeah, so obviously there's an overview of the Delta itself, um, but initially there's a strong focus on writing backgrounds, essays, and narrowing the scope of these. Um, You analyse a sample background essay and also a sample lesson plan. Um, You look at approaches to teaching grammar and how to focus on skills for Delta assessment, as it's a bit different to how skills are focused on on CELTA courses. Um, There are also sessions on professional development assignments and the experimental practice. 
Um, as I said, teaching practice forms an important part of it and um, course participants usually teach three times. And as I said, with that third lesson being the diagnostic observation. Um, also, we generally encourage the first observation to be systems focused and the second skills focused. And also, by the way, we don't look at module one or module three, um, as some course participants may have already done them. Uh, of course, because you can take the modules in any order. So once the orientation course finishes, is the coursework the same on the distance delta as it would be for a more intensive course? Yeah, so it's four LSAs and um, the professional development assignment with the coursework timetabled time over nine months. There is some flexibility as to when the four LSAs take place, but the work is exactly the same. Right, okay, that makes sense. Um, and I understand there are online and face-to-face -face alternatives? Yeah, correct. Um, but these days, the majority of people choose the online orientation course as it enables you to continue working to some extent, um, though we do seriously recommend that you reduce your workload over those four weeks because there's a lot to do. Um, the two-week face-to-face course is full-time, so it's not possible to work with this option. Um, also, you need to physically go to an orientation course centre for the face-to-face -face course, which may mean relocating somewhere for two weeks or commuting. Um, and courses only run when there is sufficient demand. So in some cases, not all the courses advertised go ahead, but the online and face-to-face -face course content is the same. Right, okay. So how do the observations work? How are they done on an online course? Yeah, good question. So. Lessons are filmed with the relevant permissions, of course. Um, if the lessons are face-to-face, -face, then we use special software called Panopto, which enables the lesson to be filmed from different angles so the observer can get a fuller picture of what happens. Um, it's even more straightforward if you're teaching online, but we'll give you guidance on how to use Panopto. Um, obviously, on a face-to-face -face course, teaching practice is usually done in groups for the first two observations with the course participants contributing to the post-lesson discussion and feedback. Um, it's usually one-to-one -one feedback for the third diagnostic observation. However, on an online course, it's different. So there are five tutorials at various points in the course and lesson feedback may be discussed in three of these, along with a variety of other things that you would normally discuss with your tutor on a face-to-face -face course. For example, the scope of the assignment, what resources to read, the timing of your lesson plan, that kind of thing. Okay, and for you, what are the main things that course participants take away from the orientation course? Yes, yeah, so I've been doing them for 15 years plus and course participants usually say the same thing and that's that they now feel they have a clear idea of what is expected of them on the Delta itself. Um, up until that point, it's often a little hazy I mean, okay, you can read about the course requirements, etc. But for example, until you've tried to write a background essay, it's all a bit abstract. Um, I mean, the bottom line is you feel ready. Um, in some cases, as I said, it's the background essays you know you're going to struggle with um, as they have to be so focused and they're so tightly structured. In other cases, it's the teaching and getting feedback focused on Delta requirements is invaluable, as in some cases on Module 2, um, teachers have not been observed meaningfully for years. Okay, so it's incredibly valuable then. Um, so my next question is, can we just look ahead to post-OC to the nine, 
month course itself there was something which i didn't quite understand about how the tutoring is done on the distance delta so there are local tutors online personal tutors and course tutors but uh, could you explain the difference for me yes um so all course participants um are assigned a course tutor um, once their module two or integrated program course starts it may be the same person as on the orientation course but probably not um, the course tutor marks the background essay and other assignments and ultimately decides on the grades for your coursework um, they also answer your questions on the website the forum etc um, however it's obviously not possible for them to physically observe your lessons given that course participants are located all over the world so that's the job of the local tutor. So the local tutor is someone who can physically observe your lessons. So that may be a senior colleague or a professional acquaintance, um, but it's someone with teacher development experience, and they also need to be approved by the distance delta. They're basically the eyes of the course tutor and send their reports on your lesson to the course tutor, and between the two of them, they decide on a grade for the lesson. So the local tutor is not involved in, in any of the marking of the written work. Um, but as I just mentioned, they get trained to observe lessons to Delta Standard, as well as tips and feedback during the course. Um, so it's a great development opportunity for local experienced teachers and directors of studies, for example. Okay, great. That makes a lot more sense. And you mentioned the online personal tutors as well. Yeah, so in some cases, people can't find local tutors. Um, so there is an option that the course tutor also becomes the online personal tutor. So this means that lessons have to be filmed. And as I mentioned before, we have special software to help with this called Panopto. Um, the lessons are watched by the online personal tutor slash course tutor. And there's online face to face feedback. Um, there is additional cost for this. And while we're on the subject of pay, it's up to the individual or institution to decide how the local tutor is compensated for their time. Okay, right, that's very useful to know. Fantastic, okay, so that is all my questions about the orientation course. It sounds incredibly uh, valuable and that's definitely informed me um, and hopefully it's very informative for our listeners too. So thank you once again for taking the time, Nick, to go through this with us today. So just so our listeners are aware, this episode was focusing on the orientation course, but we also have episodes focusing on modules one, two and three. So if you haven't heard those ones, make sure you go back and listen to them and Nick I just want to say another big thank you for being on the podcast today we really appreciate it my pleasure Nick thanks very much thank you see ya goodbye bye bye